previously on Quest Friends Forever. An old elven man seated in the direct center of this row addresses you. You recognize him as Edgeric, the official from your community of Absalom. Without the protector, we will fall into mayhem and chaos. You know this. If you walk out of this tree, you will never be welcome again in Absalom. Once you left, Edric declared that the Petrichor Forest was more at risk than ever before. He ordered all the communities to close their borders to outsiders. He killed the other council members. I want to create a dissent pamphlet and start distributing them with a meeting time for a meeting. You turn around, Jared, and there are a pair of guards approaching you and your stack of rutabagas. I kick him in the shin and I run. We'll meet at the Twisted Oak Tree. Boom, and I turn into a badger. As y'all approach the oak tree, there is not really a crowd. From far away, you can only see one single person. Something smells familiar, and this hooded figure by the tree looks up. Crawling out of the robe is a hawk, and the hawk lets out a screech and shoots up into the air. At that moment, a big, huge circle of forest guards start to closing around you as you have now been detected. Ellie spins in a circle, trying her best as a scout to get her bearings and count how many guards are approaching. It's a hard task, given the already existing anxiety of sneaking back into her home and the newly emerging anxiety of being closed in on, but she reckons it's at least 30 guards. She takes a few quick breaths, feeling her heart rate go up rapidly, unsure of what to do. She then looks down quickly at Badger Stephany, takes one big deep breath, and draws her bow, ready to do whatever it takes. Theoretically, could Badger me just, like, charge through them to get to the horses? My movement speed is 20 feet, so if I use my action and my, uh, that's, I can double that, right? Dash? Yeah, so you're just a badger on the ground. They have no reason to think you are who you are at this point. Uh, these guards were alerted by the hawk and the hawk saw Ellie and Jared. Right now it's Ellie and Jared and then a badger and a bunch of, and a bunch of vines and sticks and stuff in Val form, or I guess the other way around. So they don't have any reason to want to attack this badger necessarily yet. So if you want to just scramble away, you can absolutely do that. Okay. I am going to, like, I know Ellie just looked down at me and was like, uh... So I'm going to do the, like, tap on her, like, twice. That's kind of what we established, right, is I, like, tap on her. So she knows I know what I'm doing, and I'm not just abandoning her because I don't want her to think that. But um, I am going to dash towards the horses. So you can get there uh, on your next turn? Yes. Okay. The two taps was no, right? So yeah, because she would, she would try to say, like, don't hurt them. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. I guess I should address them because because the because the point is like at least for now we're not trying to get into a fight. They want to know what's up. It was obviously a trap. So I guess is there like a lead guard of this sort of thirty horde? There's no one necessarily like in the front because this is a big circle. But uh, you glance around as they start to close in on you, and you notice one elf. He's a little bit older. Uh, again, elves age differently, but in human terms, he's maybe. 50-ish, a little bit grizzled, and he's got he's got a circlet that no one else has. That's like lined with thick green leaves and kind of twirly vines and stuff. Okay. That's that's what you that's I mean, you don't know this this culture, but that's But what there's you see. an there's an assumption of leadership based on He's a little bit what? older and he's the only one with this this circlet. Okay. Would it be wild to walk towards them as or like suicide? A... Well, cuz I don't think that they're going to attack initially. Because I feel like a stepping forward, if 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 I were to like initiate a fight, it would be like a culpability action. Whereas if I were to walk and engage as if though nothing is wrong, they might be a little bit taken off guard and like, wait, hold on. Are these the right people? You can do anything you want to if you have enough confidence when you're doing it. Oh, fuck. You know what? Yeah, fuck it. I want to walk towards them. And I say, hey, y'all. Is this toward the the one with the circlet? Mm-hmm. Uh, how far forward do you move? Do you like meet him halfway or? Uh, yeah, I'm saying like probably 15 feet. I meet him like right in the middle. Okay. So as you start to walk forward toward this one particular druid elf, 
he sort of puts his hand up and forward, kind of telling the rest of the gang to hang on a second. Like, not sure what you're going to do, if you're going to run to attack or whatever. Um, so he kind of gives him the hold sign, and you say what you say. Say it one more time. Hey, y'all. Oh, what are, you, what are you guys doing out here? Well, we just showed up for the rally. And yeah. then I, I pull out a flyer, the, one of the flyers that we were handing out, and I say, we found this in the square and thought we'd check it out. What's your interest in this rally? I don't know. It looked kind of fun. Because it seems like, uh, oh, it seems like this rally, uh, oh, it seems like this rally's for, uh, for people that want change. How so? Well, uh, the person, the person passing them out attacked the guards. So we assume it's a, it's a troublemaker convention. Oh, <gasps> oh no, I'm so sorry to hear that. So uh, you and your friend, and he points over to Ellie, who's currently the only other uh, person-looking person of the group. You and your friend got some, uh, maybe you want to come with us and uh, answer a few questions. Oh. oh, we don't mind that. Is there no rally? No, we, uh, we set up this little, uh, this little sting oh, to make sure there would be no rally. It's past curfew anyway. You know that. Oh, but I was just going out for a stroll. I needed some fresh air. It was getting quite stuffy up in my little cottage. So he starts walking towards you, and he's going to reach out and grab you by the forearm a little harder than he needs to based on the circumstances. He's going to say, why don't, you, uh, why don't you come along with me then? Ah, well, that's not very nice. And he kind of uh, hits the, the guard next to him and points at Ellie. And it's like, go, go ahead and grab her. Because Ellie has her bow out. Oh, okay. So he's looking at Ellie and he says, he call, he, she's a little bit further away, so he calls out, why don't you, uh, why don't you put that away there? This, is, uh, this, doesn't have to, uh, this doesn't have to end in a bad way. Well, at least not for us. <laughs> Ellie looks at the ground where Stephanie was and sees that she is gone, but you tapped her with that no. So she thinks for a second and she puts her bow away. And just stands there as another guard walks up to her to approach. Are these guards okay? So the lead guy, whatever he's like a like a cop, cop, like a he's the guy in charge. But the rest of them, would you say that they're also cops or kind of like dumb henchmen? They look like guards. So you've had a couple interactions with the guards at the uh, gates to Azalea when you had to pass through, right? So uh-huh. um, you've had a few conversations with these guards. You recognize them as guards. Okay, they're not just like. S- Farmers with like a rake or something. Sure. Second question. This is more of like a question for like the overarching D and D community in general. Okay. If I am an in- incognito object that doesn't, it's not there. I'm no longer a character. I'm just a thing on the ground that nobody Honestly, there goals. at the scene. Thank you. Right. <laughs> nobody goals. there at the scene, other than my teammates, know this. I'm just literally just a bundle of hay or whatever. If I were to tr- cast Charm Person on a guard, if he fails a saving throw and suddenly he becomes charmed, how does that work if I'm not a person? Or I'm sorry, if I'm not a, uh, uh, a sentient being? Explain to me how this would or would not work. So we don't require vocal components for spells. You don't have to say Expelliarmus or whatever to do your spell. You just okay. do spell. If you can do magic, you can do magic, right? Sure. And plus Val can only say eight things anyway. So you wouldn't have to reveal yourself to cast this spell. You okay. can cast this spell right now as a bundle of sticks. Okay. Um, so you know whoever what? you Whatever. charm. I'm ca- I'm okay, I cast Charm Person on the guard approaching Ellie. Oh, he's doing a face. The guard <laughs> rolled a get? four. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, but hang on. Plus two. So it's a six. Wow. Ooh. Congrats. What an incredible nope. roll. Big money, Beautiful. big money. So now a Chia Pet casts Charm Spell <laughs> on this cop. A must. And now the cop is, I don't know, questioning his life's ambitions at this point? This guard starts to approach Ellie. Ellie puts her bow away and begrudgingly starts to accept what's about to happen. When suddenly this guard stops in his tracks. And maybe it looks like he... Like he just remembered something from long ago is the kind of look on his face. And he goes, hang on a second. And he walks over to the bundle of foliage that is yeah, Val in disguise. Boy. 
and oh no does a, a quick little circle around it like a just kind of circles it for a second and just goes well this is delightful <laughs> and it just takes a step back and puts his hands on his hips to admire Wait, is it like this bundle is it of like is it like plants. two guys that, that pull up like next to another guy who just bought like a brand new like truck and everybody kind of gets out and kind of just kind of stands there and kind of looks at the, the beauty of like, man, look at the new, look at the shiny chrome and the bumper of this and the, that thing got a V8 in it. And a, like, it's just yeah, like it, that. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a guy showing off his new truck and, and the other dads are like, Ooh, yeah. Oh, a Hemi. I read about those in, in car man magazine like, or whatever. Or even better. Somebody bought a new barbecue. Yeah. It's, it's dads admiring new, their neighbor's new barbecue. There it is. A lot of, a yeah. lot of, a lot of that. Yep. Yep. So, uh, he's not poking at you. He's just kind of, Taking a step back, hands on his hips, looking it up and down, going, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> immaculate, well, incredible. Well, I'm all done here. Job Good well night, done, folks. everybody. Yeah. Um, let me ask one thing. I know that Stephanie is very recognizable. Is Ellie also very recognizable? People know that Ellie left with you. Like that's not a mystery. Everyone knows that she also left because everybody knew you were friends." But Ellie herself was not a person of interest before that. She was just another druid who lived in Absalom. So, well, she's not even a druid. She was another elf that lived in Absalom. She's a scout. And they probably don't know what she like looks like, right? Because they're and they're probably assuming that she's with me, right? So, right. I mean, there's probably some people that know what she looks like. Like I bet Edric would know who she was, but Edric is not here. Mm, mm-hmm. So this random guard from Rosewater, which is not even the community she's from would not know that this is Ellie. Okay. So the leader that Jared was talking to, this leader looking person, goes, Al, what are you uh hey, <laughs> what are you uh what are you doing there, Al? <laughs> and Al is like now like squatting like a like a baseball catcher with his hand on his chin, just like checking out the some of the like the I think we said rutabagas that are wrapped around Val, just like scoping him out going, Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I was a big fan, and so, and this leader guard cannot figure out why. So he's going to walk over. He's going to leave the circle. Everyone else has been held where they are, the other 34 of them. Does Al's he let gonna, go of Jared's arm? Yeah, he lets go of Jared. Thank you. And Oh, thank you so much. He uh, ignores you and just walks over to Al and kind of grabs him by the shoulder and goes, What are you, what are you doing? Huh. <laughs> And Al just says, "Well, Tilbin, this is just this is just the most fantastic stack of stack of foliage. You know, I really I really think that this could. Ooh, this is this is just great. I just I feel compelled to draw it. Don't you? Don't you feel it? Don't you want to draw it? I have to draw it." And Al starts with his finger in the dirt, drawing a very crude version of this stack of trees and vines and whatever Val is the Val harvest, much to the dismay of the leader. Toolman and Toolman is going to push Al like he's in a catcher pose, right? So he's going to push him. And he's going to kind of Al is going to topple over onto his right side. But all that's going to do is Al is going to land in that cool end of breakdance pose where your elbows in the ground mm. and your hand, your head's resting in your hand and your other hands on your hip is how Al lands. Still looking at the foliage, just going, "Heck yeah, man!" Cool. <laughs> so this is what I want to do. Okay. It's a bonus action to revert back to my normal self. Um, okay. So my plan is to, because I'm basically right there at the horses, uh, bonus action to turn back into myself when I'm at the horses, jump on and get the horses uh, to go towards the, um, not in a threatening way, I just want to approach. A non-threatening approach of horses with knives attached to their heads. Yeah. They're, they're, they're goth. They're punk. It's more. It's just a lifestyle. They're not. Yeah, like it's more. It's more an aesthetic choice, less so a weaponry decision. Okay, so I get to the horses, uh, turn back into myself as I'm getting up into the saddle. Like maybe throw some dirt on my face, make sure my hair is all ragged, and and I'm trying to do a shitty job at just making sure I'm a little bit less recognizable. Um, and kind of pull my head, my hood over my head, and. Uh, get horse, 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 and Horace to um, approach the uh, 
to approach the circle. Uncle! Uh, are you... Um, uh, uncle! But, and then as we approach the horse, it's just like... <sighs> Again, uh, the, why, why are you doing this, uncle? Why, what happened? And you, sister, why, why didn't you bring him back? You know it's past curfew. And you're talking to me? Yeah, so your uncle and Ellie is, okay. um, and telepathically, I'm telling Ellie, just go with it. Obsessed, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this. So as you start calling out, the guards are kind of, huh, huh, what? The little question mark above their heads from Metal Gear pops up. And everyone turns to your direction as you're calling out, Uncle, Uncle. Um, Toolman, the leader, looks up from messing with Al and the shrubs and looks in your direction. And the guards who were on that side, so behind everybody at this point a little bit, behind where Jared is, they spread. They all have you know ha- hands on their hilts of their – they wouldn't have swords, but their clubs or their staffs or their wands. But they spread as you approach with the cart to kind of let you approach, but they are definitely keeping an eye on you Mm -hmm. and looking at you confused. And Toolman, the leader puts his hand up telling you to halt. Um, Um, I, I'm sorry. This, this happens sometimes. Uh, what are you, you were supposed to come right back. I know, Um, but the weather was just so lovely out and I really wanted to get that fresh air that I was talking about so much earlier. Did you forget about curfew again? Is that is that what happened? And well, I'm yes, looking but... at Ellie when I asked, like, so to try to like bring her into the conversation. Well, yes, but I thought that these flyers. I hold up the flyer again. I thought that these flyers were city mandate, and I thought that they were curfew compliant. You know that was like a bad thing to go to, right? Like, that's a... Change is bad. Change is very bad. How wide are your eyes when you're doing this? Like, uh Um, uh-huh. They are very (laughs) wide. um, But again, I'm... My my hood is, like, kind of, like, draped over, like, my... Sure. I'm as concealed as I can be without being ultra suspicious. Uh, And I'm like, oh, silly me. I thought it was the other kind of change, as in, like... Loose change, like small money. <laughs> I thought they were giving out free small money. Small money? Shit. <laughs> Can that be the I name know. of this episode? You know, the money that's small. Ellie's watching this play out and she goes, Um, yeah, I was I was out here um trying trying to get him back. <laughs> and you know, you know how he is about his small money. <laughs> and like <laughs> She she doesn't wink at you, Stephanie, but you could tell she wants to. <laughs> but she's just, she's trying to catch she, herself. Like she winks with every part of her body except for her eye. Like kind of nods her head at you. Perfect. All okay. of you, Ellie, Stephanie, and Jared, make a performance check. Well, it's Oof. not going to be good. Okay. Ooh! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I got a twelve plus two, so fourteen. Okay. <laughs> What did Ellie get? Ellie has a zero charisma. <laughs> so Ellie three. rolled okay. a three. Stephanie, what did you roll? Do you really want to know? I do. I would love to. I rolled a five. Jared, no one's really suspicious of you as this confused, money-obsessed uncle. No one's really drawing attention over there. They are suspicious of the delivery the line delivery of Stephanie and Ellie, it seems unnatural. They don't instantly assume, oh, they're liars because they're here to kill us. That's not what they assume. But they're like, these ladies are acting a l- pretty strange. You see Toolman again put his hand on his holster where his wand is. I recognize that the delivery kind of fell flat. Yeah, you can definitely tell thanks to your, your time in, the, in theater training. You know that they're doing a very bad job. Yeah. And I say, well, niece, you sound odd. Is everything all right? I uh, am um, sick. Uh, I'm, I'm... Yeah, I'm sick. We're sick. 
Oh, that's right. You were both <laughs> sick last week. Is it coming back? That's yeah. why we're trying to get you home. Yeah, I've got. Um, I can't be uh, out. I've got four. four did you catch rot? Did you get those sticks for the fire at home? Well, I did, but you know me, just wandering, wandering. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Toolman stands up and he's kind of doing the the be quiet thing that people do with their arms like at sporting events everybody hang on i'm gonna need some explanation of what in the sam heck what in the forest hell is going on he starts to approach stephanie because stephanie has a dirty face and a hood up and kind of hiding her face and he thinks that's a little bit suspicious so he starts walking towards stephanie as al still lays on the ground having completed his drawing now of harvest val and he looks at it and goes great drawing oh man this is i love this as toolman approaches stephanie you all notice some new light emerging from the path behind you the one you came down to get to this twisted oak tree emerging from the trees is another group of elves and druids though these people are dressed in common everyday clothes not the garb of the guards a good number of them are casting light spells to eliminate their way and as they enter the scene you notice that they just keep coming. After the first few clusters of them emerge from the forest, more and more continue to follow. None of these folks seem to be holding weapons, but nonetheless, the guards all put their hands on their hilts and turn their attention toward them. After almost a full 30 seconds of them coming out of the trees, you now find yourself looking at what has to be about 100 Petrichor Forest residents. They come to a stop about 30 feet from the nearest cluster of guards. There are a few beats of absolute silence and absolute stillness as both groups are unsure of what the other is doing there. Do I recognize anybody in the crowd? You don't. But Jared, you don't need a roll perception because you can see them. In this crowd, you notice a couple faces that you spoke to the day before during your flyer handout. You see the three teenage girls that were messing with Val. You see Sari Jeinfeld. And you see a few of the other vendors you dropped off flyers with. And they are with groups of people that could be their friends, their families. You're not sure. But you see some familiar faces. You have no way of communicating that yet um, during this silence. But I see, I just see this group of people that was willing to meet here. You see Petrichor Forest residents unarmed casting light spells coming to this clearing where this fake rally was supposed to happen. Okay. So at this point, I'm going to stand up on the cart and I'm going to remove my hood. And I am going to say, tell Edric that change is coming. But not the money kind. <laughs> That's okay. the one. Amazing. Amazing. As Stephanie stands up and pulls the hood back, Val kind of gets the gist of what's about to happen, which is super awesome. So as you finish the but not the money kind line, I cast Dancing Lights in to sort of more of like a a big to put on as much of a big display behind you to make you look like the leader is here, like celebration fireworks and let's get this party started. And also because of the guard that's charmed by me, I stand up. So boop legs and boop arms, but the rest of me is still covered up in this bundle of leaves and foliage. And I, from, Thank you. And I, from there, I walk over towards Jared to stand next to him. So Dancing um, Lights is not a druid spell. So no one here is familiar with this necessarily. I mean, they know they know it exists, but this is not something that pops up a lot in the Petrichor Forest or like ever. So this draws some attention. Good People attention like, or bad attention? Uh, uh, confused attention. It draws some awe, we'll say. And I say, I'm back, and you have a choice. I've seen what's happened, and I pull out the, the necklace. Ooh. Um, 
This is Edric's doing, and he will pay for what he's done to all of you. You can either join me and restore balance to our forest. Uh, A cricket chirp in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> cricket, cricket, cricket. Uh, <laughs> End of Liz. Please, please join me and restore balance to our forest. Ellie is looking up at you with wide eyes, surprised you would reveal yourself, but also kind of taken aback by seeing you in this role again for the first time in, in 10 years. And even when you were that role before, you were kind of doing it begrudgingly. So to, for you to take center stage like this is a sight to behold for her. And without really thinking about it, she just starts clapping. Aww. And then looks around after about two or three seconds and realizes no one else is clapping. And then does an awkward, like, die-down clap, like a, oh, 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 um, yeah. I know that I have not been a great protector and all of the things that you have, um, all of the trust that you bestowed on me as a, as a person. Um, and she's not addressing the guards right now. Um, she's addressing the people. And she says, I'm sorry. And I am here to make amends. I'm sorry. And I deserve uh, all of the feelings that you feel about me right now. Um, those are very valid, but I'm not going to um, I'm not going to let somebody treat you this way. And we will start a change, and we will um, we will make things better. I'm I'm sorry, and I ask for your forgiveness and for this chance to help you and us take back our home. And she gets a little bit teary. Val reaches up and grabs Jared's hand. So among the civilians that have emerged for this rally, there are looks of surprise or looks of shock. People are whispering to each other. The classic, the protector. She's back. Everyone's kind of turning to each other. Uh, not really sure what to do. Some of the younger people in the crowd, like the teenage girls and a few um, other teenagers, are just like looking at you wide-eyed, kind of the same way Ellie was. You look around and you see some of the guards are also looking at you the same way. Some of them are shocked. Some of them are feeling very emotional all of a sudden that you have returned. Everyone is looking at you except for Al, who is drawing a second picture of Harvest Val. <laughs> he hasn't even noticed that the robot grew legs and walked away. He is still drawing in the dirt, completely not paying attention. Some of the guards start to just back up and back away. But Toolman, the leader, stays where he is and looks up at you. He is looking at the necklace that you have. Mm -hmm. And he says, the criminal is responsible for that. The, w the one who killed the council. Why do you have that? Are you in cahoots with her? Are you in league with this one, the criminal? No, she didn't do it. She's like, obviously oh, oh. she did not do this. Like, oh, what do you mean? Well, oh, what do you mean? Obviously. It wasn't very more. I know this. I know this. And like, I'm kind of using some of the influence I have, I guess. Like I'm trying to like stand tall and be like firm in that. She did not do this. This was the work of Edric. Edric is why I left. Edric has devastated our communities, our uh, our people. I keep saying that, but it's true. And he's the one that um, that made all of these bad things happen because he just wanted to be the the ruler, the one. And is he is he now? He is right. He's the one in power, right? He is our leader. Yes. <laughs> yeah. See, see, right there. Right there. You have your proof. He wanted to be leader. He killed for it. He got it. Why? What What would the criminal, as you say, what would she get from that? Nothing. She did not do this. I know this. And I know things because I'm the chosen one. Edric is the leader because he stepped up and stepped forward. Ho, ho, ho. He stepped forward when when things went to chaos. And, and, 
and he looks to the right as he's talking to you and he notices that the group of civilians is approaching and they are starting to form a circle around the cart you are standing on, but not inward facing you out facing away as if they are forming this barrier around you. Who has he been protecting? Not you. Not you. What, curfews? Who has a curfew? That's silly. Like, we yeah, all that's just, silly. That'll get him. Do you remember, like, like I don't know, like, 10 years ago, like, 20 years, forever before Edric came into power, we used to just, like, sit here at the street and look up at the stars and be like, man, that's so cool, and, like, practice a moonbeam because it's easier when the moon's out, right? Like, that makes sense. Like, we used to do that kind of stuff, but now it's, what, not allowed? Why? This sounds like a bad, this is a bad thing, <laughs> and he's not good, obviously. He's not entirely listening. I mean, he is, but he's also watching the, the people form, and he is kind of slack-jawed and dumbfounded at this event that some people never thought would happen again, your return. And he still has his hand on his wand and his little belt, and... The oldest of the three teenage girls that Jared recognizes takes a step forward right in front of him and gets like right in his face. And she just repeats the same thing that you said, Stephanie. She says, tell Edric that change is coming and not the money kind. (laughs) (laughs) As she finishes talking, the youngest of the three teenagers steps forward right beside her and says, Tell Edric that change is coming and not the money kind. And a third elf steps forward and says the same thing. And a fourth and then a fifth. This new mantra of this group of people. Until Toolman lowers his hand and realizes he is greatly outnumbered as the rest of his guards have also now either joined this circle or have left the forest. And he says... We'll see what Edric has to say about this. <laughs> and he turns to leave. Do you let him go? I want Edric to know that I'm coming. And I also know that, like, whoever escapes from here is just going to tell this tale and that all works for me. Okay. So yeah. he leaves the clearing near the twisted oak tree. And, and I uh, just yell, not the money kind! Yeah, I get it! <laughs> Do you, though? Like, I because... Was- I was never confused about that part. Val realizes that poor old Al is still over there staring at the ground, I guess, whatever. So Val walks Mm -hmm. over to the charmed guard and uh, gets his attention and then slowly takes off all the leaves and stuff and Mm -hmm. puts out a hand to the guard and says, I am a variance alpha psionic Altonian lexotransceiver unit, model number XFCED001, but you can call me Val for short. It's great to meet you gasps everyone in this circle this cool protection circle Val does the slow turn around to see that everybody is staring at them and just says oh my goodness okay hi everybody hello yes um thank you for um your support and doing this um change is a coven right we just we just, and not the money yeah so um this is a Val. Val you see is... uh, some parents who are in the crowd put their kids behind them and like arms out, like protecting. Like, oh, no, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. It's okay. Back. It's okay. People are pressing then... back against the cart now. Like, and except then... for Al. Al looks up at you and goes, that's great. Oh, that's nice to meet you. My name is Al. And he extends his hand for a handshake. And I, and I shake his Hello. hand and I say, Hello. Hello. And I look at everybody Don't and I say, worry. You can trust me. I'm friendly and approachable. <gasps> no, really. Really, it's cool. And I go over to Val and I give them a very big hug. See? See? Good. Very nice. Has been helping me. And How can I help you today? To help you. See? How can See? I help Helpful. you today? Helpful. It's okay. We're in this together. Val Hello. is going to help us um, change. Change sure the, thing. you know... Wow, I have a lot of explaining to do. Um... (laughs) Knock, knock. 
Who's there? It's Danny, the DM of Quest Friends Forever, the podcast you are in the middle of listening to. I'm here to check in, as I always do, to give you a bit of information here in the middle. So let's get right to it and then get back to that hot, hot action. Let's start with the Nostalgia Network. That's a podcast network that we're on and that we also run. That's at www.thenostalgianetwork.com, where you can find more information about our show, Quest Friends Forever, as well as the Lousy Advice podcast, where Eric Lefebri, a.k.a. Jared, and his band Lousy Advice hang out and talk about music and bands and fun stuff, and it's all a bunch of friends having a good time. We love that. We totally stand. And there's also the Nostalgia podcast, where Eric and Jessica, a.k.a. Stephanie from our show, talk about movies and sequels and remakes and retellings and all these fun things through a queer and feminist lens. It is a good podcast to listen to. I endorse it wholeheartedly. I'm also the editor, so I'm a bit biased, but also, even if I wasn't, I would still like it, so you should listen to it as well. That's all at www.thenostalgianetwork.com. Speaking of things on the internet, we are also on social media. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. We are on YouTube, and yes, we are now on TikTok. The username on TikTok is at QuestFriendsForever, all one word with the number four in there. Um, We'll be updating that as we go. I don't really know how to use TikTok myself. I am new to the game, but the others on the podcast do know how to do it. They are much more savvy than me with such things. So hopefully that will be getting some, some hot, fresh content for you to absorb in small bits. That's what TikTok is for, I think. I don't know. But yeah, we're on there now, so check us out. You should give us a follow on there and all the other ones I mentioned as well so we can be internet friends, which is really the best friends to be. Lastly, I want to humbly ask you if you are able or if you have the time or if you are willing or any of the above to leave us a rating or a review on your favorite podcast app of choice. Um, Those ratings and reviews are awesome and they help a lot. I've said that every week so far on this thing. But it's true, because I've mentioned before, we are still growing. We have more downloads every month. It happened again in July. So it's pretty awesome. Um, It's really great that you all have been doing that so far. And we encourage you to do it again, or do it more, or do it for the first time if you haven't yet. But uh, thank you so much, and thank you, and thank you. That's it. Just thank you. That's it for me. Let's get back to it and figure out what's going to happen in this exciting episode. Here we go. See you in two weeks. Bye. It is a few minutes later. Stephanie, you are back in the cart. You're standing up in the cart as this crowd of people has kind of formed in front of you near this oak tree. So the rally you had made up and faked is now actually going to happen, which is pretty rad. So you are standing in the carts facing out toward these people near the tree. The people are crowded up near the carts around you. Ellie is in the cart with you, but she is sitting down kind of near your feet. Val and Jared, where are you for this sort of rally situation? I guess in front, but beneath, right? Like, you like obviously, knee. obviously a part of the stage or the performance of our grouping, but like not at the helm of it. I'm standing with Ellie, holding Ellie's hand. So you're kind of off the side of the cart, holding her hand yeah. as she sits there. Cool. Obviously, I went, uh-oh, I just became the center of attention and a distraction from what we're actually <laughs> supposed to be here for. So I realized that not only do I need to not be in the spotlight, but also seem friendly and approachable by holding That's what you say you are. That's what I say I am, yeah. So <laughs> the half of the cart that Val is standing near, there are fewer people on that side. Everyone's kind of pushing away to the other side a little bit because you said it's fine, Stephanie, but this is still bananas to them. And not even Absolutely. bananas. They know bananas. That's natural. It is... Uh, biochemistry to them. Circuit boards. Yeah. So you have given your little spiel, Stephanie. These people are now looking at you. Um, is your face still dirty? Um, kinda... No, I probably wiped it off. Like I, I want to be presentable and I want to present myself now as the person they want me to be and they need me to be in order to kind of like take control of their lives. Um. So, yeah, so I'm looking as respectable as I can. I'm standing as tall as I can. I'm doing everything I can to fit this narrative that they've built around me. So all eyes are on you. 
except for the few that are on Val, but they dart quickly back to you. And again, one of those three teenage girls, the oldest of the three teenage girls, steps forward after a few moments of everyone kind of just looking at you and you looking back at them and no one really saying anything because this is such a huge moment. She steps forward and she goes, why did you leave? (sighs) Ellie pats you on the foot like, you got this. I could tell you that I left for a good purpose in all of that. Um, I think that's probably what you want to hear. But the real reason is because I did not believe in myself. I did not think that there was anything special about me. And I was worried that I was going to be a big disappointment and let everybody down. And I also... I didn't even know who I was at the when I was a kid when they told me what I was and who I was and all of this. And I guess I'd just been told that so much that I didn't believe it. I thought they picked the wrong person. She nods for a second and then she steps back and joins the group. A few feet away, our friend Sari Jeinfeld steps forward and he says, Where'd you get the necklace? <laughs> <laughs> Barrymore never told us her real name, right? She never said her real name, but you do know she did change her name. The necklace. Where'd you get it? What's the deal? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) When's the change supposed to happen? I'm just here for the money. (laughs) It's not the money kind. Didn't you hear the spiel? Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) You have a good Seinfeld. Thank you. Okay, I'm sorry. What was the question? Where'd you get the necklace? Oh. (laughs) on our way to find out what happened to an entire town that disappeared. Um, That you hear some murmurs in the crowd. Oh, it's a whole town. uh, Yeah. So um, let me back up just a minute for, for you guys. Um, So I was just off finding myself and doing a thing. And um, we were in a town and all of a sudden everybody, we, we had left to grab something for the mayor. And we came back and everybody was gone. Literally everybody. No trace. It was at the Harvest Festival for the Over God of Feast. And we came back and there was nothing. Not No footprints. I, I couldn't track anything. Couldn't see anything. They were just disappeared. Um, the citizens so looked concerned. We knew that we couldn't not do anything as the only people that knew something happened about this. So Ellie had a really good idea to go to the Pantheon and figure out what happened. You see them confused when you say Ellie's name because they don't know Ellie's... Ellie, everybody, this is Ellie. She is my best friend and she she's always been there for me and she she believed in myself when I couldn't. She doesn't really want to draw attention to herself. Um, so she she taps your foot. And she kind of just quietly to the people in the front of the crowd goes, yeah, I, I changed my name too. Don't worry about it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on our way to the Pantheon, we ended up in a town and then there was a person that that was a druid and um, we went to go try to find her. And in finding where she was staying, we found a picture of Rosewater, which stopped me dead in my tracks, and and this, and I hold it up, with blood on it. And when I left, everything everything was fine. I didn't in a million years know what, or I, I couldn't have thought anything was going to happen. Um, so that scared the shit out of me. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cover your ears. It's okay. Um, that, that scared <laughs> me um, very badly. Val puts their hands up to the glass dome. <laughs> um, Al is standing next to Val, and Al pats you on the shoulder. <laughs> that scared me, and I had to go here as fast as I could um, because I needed answers because this this should be on somebody's neck right now that should be here. This should This should be on somebody's person that was here helping to protect all of you and to um, help, you know, um, society function. So um, I freaked out. I still don't know what's happening. And I'm hoping that you will be able to help me because because it scared me. Because I was worried for all of you. And 
I felt incredibly guilty. So here I am. That happened. That's how that happened. I'm sorry. Was that too much? I don't. Um, next question. Still Sarah Jenfield. <laughs> but you said Adric did it. Um, okay. So the next part to that is um, I did find out. Uh, I did find Barrymore. Um, that was the name that she gave me on the road. And she, I know she changed her name. I don't know what it was before. But um, she gave me that name. And um, uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, 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 yeah. So and then she told me um, what happened. And um, she told me her side of the story, which is also awful and also i'm gonna say 100 percent tracks for edric you guys don't know him like i know him he is um an awful tyrant when nobody is looking um and so this tracks so i'm just gonna preface with that so um barrymore went into the chambers um she was looking for her friend who also just so happened to be the daughter of the rose water councilwoman and oh, that's, that's... So she went into the room to find them arguing. And then Edric killed her because he wanted more control and more power that she did not want to relinquish. And she was standing up and fighting for all of you. And when he saw Barrymore, he knew that he could use her and frame her. And that's what happened. Uh, One of the guards who was part of the initial threat but now has since joined this crowd they uh walk forward and they say yeah we know that edric isn't that great i mean you see what it's like around here right like this is not the forest we remember i'm i'm 375 years old this is not the forest i remember and it's it's since edric took over this is this is not how our life should be all of us are here because we wanted to be part of this rally we're ready for some kind of change. I, I didn't know you would be here. Oh my goodness. But what do we do now? How do we, how do we do it? Tell us what to do. Um, funny thing. I didn't know that I was going to be here and show myself to you like this because I, to tell you the truth, am scared of what you all think of me. And I, because I know that I hurt you. I think we need to come up with a plan together to liberate the forest and I cannot do this on my own. Um, This is something that I can help with, but clearly I am not good at a lot of things, Um, explaining things being one of them, but... um, The crowd kind of chuckles. They're eating this up. (laughs) Good. Okay. But we... We are together. We are people. When when we sent out that call, those flyers, my friends and associates here, even the stick bundle here that you will come to know and love, I promise. They're a robot now. Yeah. yeah. Hello. Uh, the previous stick bundle, uh, Val. Um, Hello. What Val is excitedly waving one hand, just 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 waving to the crowd. Hello. <laughs> Harmless, still I promise. Um, but we all have a part to play and I know that together as a community this community has been one of the strongest in the history of our entire world I don't know probably that's what I think I when I left it was just because I also didn't think that you guys needed me because you guys are also capable and cool and smart and intelligent and you 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 can do anything that you want to do you don't need a savior the oldest of the teenagers steps forward again. Uh, some people are kind of clapping in the background. Like, they, they like this. They, they're eating this up. She is not clapping. She kind of looks at the ground, and she looks back up at you, and you see there are tears in her eyes. She says, You left us. You needed to be here, and you weren't. And you have hurt us. And we're not... Well, she kind of looks around. I'm not ready to let that go. But this does need to happen. So. I'm not asking for your forgiveness because I know what I did was wrong. I know that I hurt you and that is your pain and I cannot take that away. All I can do is to try to help in whatever capacity I can. And however you want, whatever you want my role to be in this, I can do that. 
if you want me to go away forever again, I can do that. I am truly sorry for what I did. I was not who you needed me to be. I was not who I needed, who me, myself, who I needed me to be. And I'm not asking for forgiveness. I want to, I just want to help you. And I'm so sorry. From behind the crowd, you hear a new voice. You'll need all the help you can get. And everyone's eyes turn and your eyes look up and Ellie kind of moves her head up to see over the crowd and the crowd kind of parts like a, like a sea to reveal Edric standing at the edge of this crowd. <laughs> standing perfectly still, his arms at his sides with a, a large staff in one of his hands that he's holding calmly and he's standing still. And you, you recognize him. He looks exactly the same. He's pretty old. So he's getting a little... I mean, he's 800 years old. He's really old for an elf. He's wrinkly. He's got the long white hair, the long white beard, wearing his uh, foliage robe. He's got leaves and vines all over it. And the uh, orb at the end of his staff is glowing white. And he says, Welcome back, Kothyra. I'm going to give him the stankiest eye that I can. That is like <laughs> possible. Like if it were possible for me to channel a stank eye spell, then this would be it. The people in the crowd start to back up away from him, like toward you, toward the cart. And Ellie stands up on the cart next to you and draws her bow. Hey, fart bag. <laughs> Casual. Ellie is staring him directly in the eye, also giving him stink eye, but out of the corner of their mouth without looking away, she says, nice. <laughs> What's up, old oldie old bag of bones what what do you want i heard you were back in my forest and i needed to see if it was true if you would come crawling back with your tail between your legs i jump off the cart and i walk directly up to him and like as proud and strong and tall as i can in my mind this is what everybody needs to see they need to see somebody actually physically standing up to him so i walk straight up to him and i say this isn't your forest this never has been your forest didn't you wait did you get the memo um there's uh something's happening what was it wasn't it change change is happening your days are numbered ellie followed you this whole way so she's right at your back standing right behind you, like, ready to fucking roll if you say roll. Edric doesn't move at all. He doesn't flinch. He just watches you walk up. It is not my days that are numbered. I told you when you left you were never to set foot in this forest again. I mean, you also told me a lot of other stuff. Um, yes, I've I, heard, I, I I've heard how you talk about um, all these people here. You don't care about any of them. But Unlike also, you, I did what I had um, to do to protect I cast charm person. these people. On him? Yes. Yeah. I, I don't expect this to work. I'm just going to try it because if it does, it's going to be fun. 22. What wow. the fuck? Edric is strong. So you just essentially cut him off with this attempted spell and he mm -hmm. kind of stops and lets you do your thing. And then he kind of, he just smirks and he's like, oh, child, you have no idea what you are in for. I love that we're in like a... Uh... Uh, Michael Bay trailer. Hell yeah. I know. I'm so stoked. <laughs> how many how many sweeping aerial shots of this setting has happened? How how dark is it and how much like uh, lens flare are we adding to the first 10 seconds? Is everybody well, literally just standing there, but there's a drone the shot that's circling yeah. the entire compound of this whole Everything's thing? Everything's real grainy. It's that Michael Mann filter. For some reason, everything is just green, kind of. Yeah. Nobody's looking at each other, but facing away, but then standing up and slowly turning towards each other over their shoulder. Yeah. Shit today just is... got real. No, he doesn't say that. Today is the day <laughs> that you were called. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> in a world. He says you have no idea what you're in for. I think I do. <laughs> like, I mean, how how many years Good did we hang out? Like... Uh, I've been I've been practicing. Did you notice my charisma went up by one? Um. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell. Ha ha ha! Good job, oh, Edric. What do you want, dude? This small ragtag group is nothing. Okay, wait, nothing. hold on, 
Hold on, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> can we you talk asked, about something that has always answer. bothered me? Where you just like, why can't you just talk like a normal person? But instead, this you is have my to voice. Make your words sound very big and long. This is the way I speak. And I cannot help it. You know this. I'm sorry. This is boring. We have a revolution to go do. So, um, change, dude. Change. And I, I'm about to walk away. You hear footsteps from behind you and they are running it is barrymore sprinting at full speed toward edric with a dagger in her hand the same dagger she used on jared or tried to use threatened jared with we'll say and she when she gets a few feet away jumps into the air to or leaps at him i guess she's not like a superhero she leaps lunges forward with his knife and she passes right through him. He Shit. doesn't move. She just crashes through him and lands on the ground on the other side. And he is completely unharmed as he just looks down at her and then looks up at you. You're like not even here for real. Like, wow, I'm so hurt. Oh, don't worry. I am close by. He chuckles a little bit. I have been keeping a bird's eye view on the situation. And he... he winks a little bit and he doesn't do a very good job he's a bad winker but he he tries he was the hawk i thought you would be here at my homecoming well then come and see me and he disappears so long stephanie is hoping that by standing up to him like that and treating him just like he's like her shitty uncle that he's less scary to everybody so that's why i mean on top of her just fucking hating him and all of that barrymore stands up really fast and brushes herself off and collects herself. She goes, fuck! <laughs> I thought I had him! We'll get him! We'll get him! Damn it, We're, we're gonna get him. Hey, everybody! Remember, uh, remember Barrymore that I just told you about? Dun-dun! Hello. She, she suddenly realizes that there is a hundred people looking at her in this forest where she is the most wanted criminal ever. I put and my hands on her, on her shoulders and I say, it's okay. I, I explain things. It's cool. Maybe you want to tell him your side, like just to, you know, so it's not me saying things like I'm not I'm not a lawyer. I'm, what? Uh, <laughs> I've said a lot of things today. I've said a lot of words. Oh, my this goodness. A tree law specialist. Oh, OK. She uh, realizes she's holding the knife and she kind of drops it like like a kid who realizes they've been caught holding something they shouldn't be holding. She throws it down and she puts her hands in front of herself. Uh, um, hey, hey, everyone. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm back. Um, I'm, but I'm with, I'm with <laughs> the protector. So I'm with the protector and, and her sidekicks. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm part of the change stuff too. I'm totally, oh boy. Sorry about all that from before. Um, somebody else, please take over. Oh boy. Sure thing. I, I nudge Barrymore and I whisper, where did you go? She turns away from the crowd toward you and kind of whispered in your I got scared. I'm sorry. They looked like they were going to get us. They were, they were recognizing us as a threat, and I couldn't be caught. I couldn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Boo. And I turn away. Well, I, I also I brought something for the group, if that helps. I said boo. Okay. Well, I'll show you later. She looks at the crowd, who are just staring at the scene, just kind of, again, waiting for the next thing to happen. And she looks at Jared. She looks at Val. She sees Val uh, hanging out with a guard. And she's like, okay, weird. And she looks at <laughs> Stephanie and Ellie. And there's this big moment, this big swell of music that I'll maybe put in. I will put in. There, there's a big moment. Let's get this party started. Nope. And she turns to Stephanie and she says, is it time? Yeah. Yeah, it's totally time. Let's fucking get him. And uh, Stephanie in the sky casts uh, Skyrite. And it says, change is coming. It's 10 words. Change is coming, but dot, 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 but not the money kind. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what uh, we will wait, call it. Change is wait. coming, not the money kind. Down with Edric. That's 10 words. <laughs> Sweet. Or Edric sucks. Okay. <laughs> Edric sucks. Edric sucks.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the NostalgiaNetwork.com for more. Hey everybody, I'm Eric. I'm Shelby. I'm Jake. And we are the band Lousy Advice from the Lousy Advice Podcast. Come listen as we draft artists and genre-centric best-of lists. With the help of our closest friends. These lists are canon. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. From Misfits to Cher. Green Day to Gaga. Or Pup to Paramore. Listen to the Lousy Advice Podcast now or else. Stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Nostalgia Network, or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget that we are the band Lousy Advice, and this is our podcast, the Lousy Advice Podcast. The Lousy Advice Podcast? The Lousy Advice Podcast. Podcast. Podcast.